Greetings to our podcast audience. Greetings and salutations, yes, I will say for Jason. Yes, sir. Since he sort of stumbled in I the stumbled over it, didn't I? <laughs> All right. How's everybody doing? We're good. good. We're good. We're I'm good. tired. I'll say that. I'm t- a little Nathan's tired. Nathan's been on a shoot. Well, y'all both Jason were on was a shoot. On a shoot. I was on He's a working bitty. harder than I was, though. Well, yeah. I'll give it to him. He was working way harder than I was. We were We were in the middle of our, uh, I mean, we pretty much shot everything for the Christmas Anywhere Christmas Eve Service. Extravaganza. Yeah, virtual experience. <laughs> I hope it's extravagant. <laughs> we're calling it an experience because we're not promising anything other than you will experience something. When so, you play it, that's that a, will that's be. That's a low bar there, yeah, man. I, I try to set myself <laughs> low bars because I like to clear them. There you go. So, well, I uh, think we're going to clear that There was that a one. band when I was growing up that was called The Experience, and that's what I thought of them. They, they had a low bar. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, yeah. They're, they're an experience, all right. Yes, sir. That's right. No, so, but it was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a, a good shoot. I think it's going to be a, a, a really good experience. And I know we're going to talk a little bit more about it, so I won't say yeah. that. But I think everyone's going to be very happy to get to share it with people. It's, so a, it's a beautiful day outside. I just want to yeah. say that, too. Mm-hmm. And a little warm in our, uh, <laughs> our yeah. studio. Well, and I, had to, I was in the video, and I had to dress for Christmas. And I'm, I'm layered up like a, like <laughs> yeah. a Christmas whatever, and I'm a little hot. Right I'm going to say it's 78 and 85 degrees in here yeah. somewhere. Yes. In there. It's yeah. a, little, it's it a little warm in the studio. Yeah, it don't feel like Christmas to me. But we are... Uh, Two day as we sit right now recording this, we are two days away from Thanksgiving. Yep. And uh, my question for today was, uh, what do you guys have planned for Thanksgiving? What are you looking forward to? What are you excited about for your Thanksgiving holiday? I'm making the mac and v's that we are had you last really? Week. I'm 100. percent We bought Good all the stuff. You. We've already. Are bought you all making the stuff? that for the one I will be at, or no. the uh, okay, taking that to the in-laws? You know, we don't bring things. Oh, to that. The oh, that's right. House. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe you had gotten included. Now, <laughs> are you are you going to reveal to the in-laws that it's vegan? Not not unless somehow they come across this. I mean, I might tell them afterwards, but I don't even know if I'll tell them afterwards because then I think there might. I would say this: anybody that knows his in-laws should send this to them. But I no. doubt there's. Anybody that knows his in-laws, they should not. They should actually not, because I want to see the reaction. Yeah, I think I think if they eat it before they know it, they'll like it. But I think there may even be a after I tell them, oh, you know that was that was vegan. There was no real cheese in that. There might be a I knew it. I could (laughs) tell. Yeah, I knew it. So I just think I think it's how we all kind of what you should do, Nathan, is you should. Ask questions about it before you reveal it. Uh, Get them to commit. Was that first. not good? And yeah. and and talk about. Was it really creamy and cheesy? Yeah. And get them to commit. It then spring it on cheese. them and then bust them. Gotcha. That's what you always want to do to your in-laws. That's exactly. right. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a very argument. happy Thanksgiving for everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. No. So, but, so don't yeah, take so my advice. But. We're we're getting. I mean, we're getting together in smaller numbers and you uh, know yeah. masked up and all that kind of stuff. So, mm. um, but yeah. So I've got. I've got some uh, smaller gathering with my in-laws. Well, they, we have my wife's family has a lot of family in Georgia. We have my side has almost no family in Georgia, and so Thanksgiving with them is usually very big. But this year, because a lot of people are older, it's going to be much smaller. Um, and uh, then I'll have uh, family stuff with on my side that night. So awesome. looking forward to it. I'm I'm going to be a part of the family stuff he's going to be at that <laughs> night. I'm Nothing also else. looking forward to it. And but uh, you only got one. He's got apparently two. To I got go. two. Yes, two. I got yeah. two. So Becky and I will have something to do earlier in the day. Non non. Watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. Uh, I thought that wasn't happening. 
It oh, is. Yeah. It's just different. They're not having uh, people come. It's a socially dis- so. It's no just people. Gonna be well, no. I mean the performers. No crowd. No crowd. Got no it. crowds. Okay. So yeah, the and they may be doing other things that are different. Will Santa be making his appearance? I've got to believe. No. No, I don't know. I don't know I don't anything know. about it. I don't either. I know I that. Know. I, I was shocked. Like there was a real Santa that was not going to get to come. <laughs> He's got the COVID. COVID. It is really cold where he's from. That's and, true. You know, it gets worse. But who is more socially distanced than Santa? That's true. He is in the North Pole, just around a bunch of elves. I'm just telling you, if I had to hang around a bunch of little fellas all the time, it'd drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> one, one lady, is, bunch oh, of that's elves. Another little person down there. Okay, hey down there, fella. <laughs> Yeah, don't like kids. That's what that means. <laughs> that is short people. Yeah. Got. Well, I, I'm I'm myself. I'm going out of town for Thanksgiving. Uh, I only do that every other year, but this is our year to go out of town. We have some friends of ours that uh, we spend the holiday with, and we go and rent a cabin somewhere, usually in North Georgia. That's where we're headed. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that. We 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 spend the whole weekend just cooking and eating. All right. And football. That's pretty much it. So hopefully we'll get a little exercise in this year, but maybe not. Are y'all game players? Uh yeah, we play we play lots of card games like uh you know, cornhole and Gotcha. Uh what's the uh, I got this other I got a frisbee game we play in the yard. We do all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay, so, cool. Yeah. So yeah, do we like do fun. actually get off the couch a couple of times. Okay, it sounds like fun. You know, in between, you know, turkey trips yeah. to the to the fridge. But yeah. So looking forward to it. So that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna be leaving tomorrow. So I look forward to, we do the uh, tradition where you have to say what you're thankful for, and there's one particular mm. member of our family that, uh, oh, do they look forward to that. I'm sure they do. They do not. <laughs> they do not. But you look, look forward. forward to hearing it. <laughs> I look forward to, I look forward to trying to say what I think they might say before they can say it. Ah. <laughs> so you steal uh, their I answer. Steal, I steal it. Make it even worse. <laughs> So we figured out two ways to ruin your family. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I can it's right. a very Martin kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're ruining Thanksgiving. <laughs> we're ruining it. <laughs> Starting arguments, ruining Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, I wanted us to talk a little bit about the Thanksgiving uh, yeah. uh, challenge that we issued uh, this past weekend. Uh, Didn't mind today. Did you really? This morning. All right, before you hold that story, okay. hold on to it, because there could be somebody watching, listening, that Got it. doesn't know what I'm talking about. Sure. So, uh, Nathan, why don't you tell us uh, the premise of Thanksgiving and yeah. why we decided to do this? Yeah, so Thanksgiving um, kind of came up because uh, we were unable, because of COVID and social distancing reasons, to be able to do our annual Thanksgiving meal, which has become a staple around here at uh, Community Christian. I mean, it's been mm-hmm. over a decade that we've we've done this, and so uh, we couldn't be able to do 16 it. Sixteen years. Sixteen. Way years. over there a decade. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So um, anyway, so uh, John, who runs that um, for us on our staff, uh, kind of came to me with an idea, uh, and we worked out this idea for people in our church and in our community to um, to be able to participate in a generous thing similar to a thanks what we were trying to accomplish at Thanksgiving of, of in, increasing generosity mm. within our church uh, but 
combining it with this idea that Ed talked to us a couple weeks ago of personally taking on the ministry of reconciliation, meaning not going, well, what's the church going to do? You know, the church can't do the Thanksgiving meal, so the church needs to do something else and saying, what could I personally do? And what we have kind of come up with here at our team at Community Christian, we, we came up with this idea called Thanksgifting, uh, which is people individuals in the church uh, taking a gift, some kind of significant gift, and I've actually heard of some pretty significant gifts yes. that people have thought to give to someone that they know and love. This we is, hear about a vehicle that may be... May yeah, be I've good. heard someone might be donating yeah. a vehicle to somebody. and um, So uh, the idea of doing something, some kind of gift to give, something significant, something generous that you would give to someone, not necessarily someone in need, uh, but someone that you know you love, uh, and by giving this to them, you're gifting to them the ability to be thankful mm. and to uh, feel gratitude and really get to experience a little bit of what the kingdom of God is like, which we talked about on Sunday, of being a place uh, where everything is given to me, that I, I haven't earned my way through it, that God just generously gives, and so I generously give. And then with this idea of taking this card that uh, uh, we created here uh, to be given and to let people know, hey, uh, I'm not giving this to you because you need it. Uh, You don't need my money. You don't need my gift. But I need to be generous for all Jesus has given me. Jesus has given me so much. I'm so thankful for that. You're a great gift to me. Here, I'd love for you to be a part of this. And on the card, uh, there's a website that we're inviting people to go to, and it's really a Facebook group where people would share their stories. Mm -hmm. And it's a chance for it to go beyond just a one-time gift that you give to somebody and they feel good about. But they actually get to see uh, your church and get to hear about the good news of Jesus, and everything kind of is all wrapped up in that. Uh, And so that's kind of the overview of what we're we're asking people to do. And we've heard of several people who've done it already. I'm looking forward to reading the stories that yeah. come in. So if, if, and I will say for those of you who have or have plans to do it or have already done it, that really is an important piece. It's uh, huge. You know, yeah. we want you to share those stories. So go to thanksgiving.info yes. and that's where you'll find that Facebook group and uh, you can read the stories that come in and yeah. you can share yours as well. Um, so, yeah, and encourage your friends to yep. go there as well. And it, and it may feel like bragging. I get that. I've, I've, or someone already said that to me. Be, oh, I just don't know if I want to share my part of it. It's not, especially the way that you end up telling it. Most people have done it have just told about, hey, this person that I did this for, I was thankful for them, and so I wanted to give them a gift. And the, Make it less on what you did yeah. and more on the experience of what it felt mm-hmm. like to be, be a part of this and to to, to do that for another person. Yeah, someone mentioned to me that they were a little bit nervous about actually putting, they didn't know if the person they were going to give to would would want that story to be public. And I, I just encouraged them. I said, you don't have to use names. Right, right. You just, exactly. Right. Just give us a very generic kind of, as much information as you can so that we understand it, that, so that it could encourage and bless somebody else. But you don't necessarily have to call the person out if you think that would be uncomfortable kind of thing. Sure, just, absolutely. Just put, make it generic and uh, throw it up there. So, um so we got the uh, thanksgiving.info, uh, thanksgifting.info uh, website where you tell the stories. I want to make sure everybody's clear. But if you go to either of our, uh, our main websites, either uh, cccanywhere.com or sharksburgchurch.com, whether you're on site or online, um, there's a link there that goes to a page called Thanksgiving that explains everything that Nathan just said. Yep. And there's a downloadable version of the card that you give to someone. You can print it out at home if, if, if you've got a printer at home and just cut the card 
card out and just give it to them. So you got everything that you need on our website right now to actually participate. If you miss that or, mm -hmm. you know, you're first now hearing about it or you, you didn't get the card or whatever, all that stuff is on the website for you to do. And, and I'd like to add, and we haven't, haven't made a big deal about this because I don't know how many people even want it, but we believe so much in this. Yes. And because, you know, we've given lots of food away and stuff at the high school through the years, 16 years, and we're not doing that this year. We want you to do this. And if money is an issue from you giving a significant gift, we will reimburse you for up to $100 of the gift that you give away. And you can email us at thanksgifting at community-christian.net. Take a picture of the receipt. Send us a copy of that in a way that we can get the money to you. And we will reimburse you up to $100 because we really, really do want to see you do this because it will bless you as much, if not more, than the other person. And you get more of the experience instead of what we all did together, and then we would all come together and do it. And you'd say, oh, my church does such and stuff. Well, your, your church is still doing this. You're just personally getting to be the front end of it. You yes. get to be the tip of the spear, so mm -hmm. to speak, of being out actually delivering the gift and being the one to choose where it goes and all of that. Yeah, and we want the gift to be a significant gift. Yes. So the, uh, the $100, whether it be the whole gift or just the help, yeah, be part of that gift. You, it could leave that impression a very significant exactly gift. So, so you said you already had done yours, Ed. Well, Why don't I should you tell say, us about it? I should say, my wife, my Becky, and I started talking about this, knew what was coming, so we started talking about praying about who we wanted to do it for, and we both have people. So she has done her part. We mm. both went and got the stuff together. She's delivered her part. So, uh, she. Hers are, she and I both have been on a little bit of taking care of our health. I, I, I see my health as quite a blessing. I've done everything I could to destroy my body. <laughs> and uh, God just continually, I mean, I have great health, not just for a person my age, just in general. Uh, I've been really blessed. And so I've tried to take more serious the stewardship of that. She has, well, she's been going to work out, and she has a couple of coaches that have been coaching her on that. She loves them both. Mm -hmm. And so she wanted to just bless them and say how thankful she was for them and that the church had offered her this chance to share that thankfulness, the generosity that came from Jesus. And so she delivered hers this morning, and uh, cool. we, she was very excited to do that, and the ladies were very excited to do it. I think uh, we got them... Uh, since they're both health coaches, we got them massages, ah, and uh, they one cool of them gift. said, "I think I'm going to do that after or after I get off work today." Wow, so, there you go, awesome. And you've got one. I have I have uh, some people in my neighborhood that mm -hmm. I've been uh, befriending that have become uh, good to me, mm -hmm. and so yeah, I'm delivering uh, to them later okay. today. Uh, we have a uh, a person in our life that just it's interesting has just recently become close to us uh, since COVID happened and uh for lots of different reasons uh, this person is a, actually a co-worker of my wife and found herself into a situation where she was she was spending a lot of time alone uh, mm. during this time of quarantine especially during the spring and the summer and so we we had had moments where we had you know safely invited her over to house and had dinner and we've gotten uh, much closer to this person and and when you Nathan on Sunday said the thing in your message about uh, a person that has been a gift to you and mm -hmm. to your family mm -hmm. then you want a gift we went home and it was so interesting we went home and we all started talking my wife and my kids and we all said who's been a gift to us recently and and it was this person, and so we're going to uh, – we haven't decided exactly Ooh. what our gift is going to be. That's awesome. But we're going to go and gift – they have no idea absolutely that this is coming, and I know they don't watch this, so they're not going <laughs> to know that before yeah. we give them to them. But uh, we're looking forward to – hopefully we'll do that uh, tonight or tomorrow. 
We're going to find out that that's who our however many listeners to the podcast is. Is this person, my in-laws, <laughs> yeah. just all the people we think aren't listening to yes. this thing. They're the ones that are, and yeah. they, no one else is listening. We do know Michael Laidlaw is listening. Yeah. He yes, commented he back last week. Which, we have had several conversations about the Mac and V's. He's been sending, sending me yep. more information on it. Which, by the way, I have to say this because I know he's listening. Michael, uh, I went and got my hair cut last week, and I was talking to the lady who was cutting my hair, and she mentioned uh, the fact that she was trying to go vegan. Ah, and uh-huh. I shared your Facebook page. There you with go. Her. We wrote it down before I left, and she said she was going to check it out. So. It's the power of sponsorship. It is, man. It's See what power. happens. <laughs> there you, you know, go. I think, and I think on this thing of Thanksgiving, one thing that's really powerful about it, even beyond the generosity, even beyond your experience of it, you know, we've been talking about this idea of personally taking on the ministry of reconciliation, and um, in a group that I lead, that we've we've been talking about this for a while. There's a phrase that we use a lot among ourselves, um, which is, and it's actually, it comes out of a King James translation of uh, a certain part of the Bible where I think it's the Apostle Peter who uh, refers to the church as says, you know, you're a chosen people, and he says you're a peculiar people, mm-hmm. and it's the only, trend. most of the other ones don't use the word peculiar, yeah. and we've really honed in on that word peculiar because um, so often, I think, as Christians, we really want to blend in. We really want to be, we're just like everybody else. We mm. do everything everyone else. You don't have to worry about it. We do everything everybody else does because we're trying not to be weird. Because weird mm-hmm. is different with a negative connotation. But peculiar is different with a positive connotation because peculiar makes me go, huh, there's something different there. I wonder why that is. It makes yeah. me curious. It makes me lean in. It makes me want to figure out. Weird is that's different, and I don't want anything to do with that. Make me. Yeah, sick. I already know what's different, and yes. I don't want none of it. That's I don't right. like <laughs> it. This is such a great opportunity for us to be peculiar people that you would stop and you would you would find someone and you'd be willing to, to give them something uh, generous and significant. It makes a person pause and go, wow, that really, I didn't know they felt that way about me. You know, I, I didn't know that meant something. And it draws them into relationship. And even if it doesn't lead to a great you know, story out of this one thing, I, I believe if you continue to pray about it, God's going to use it to move you forward yeah. in that relationship. I believe that too. Yeah. I, I think it's so odd. I was thinking about this on the ride back from the video shoot. Uh, I was listening to somebody on the radio or on, on a podcast and I thought, you know, there are two things really, he, he was mentioning one of them, this sense of gratitude that doesn't get expressed. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think so many of us among people that we have, I think there are two things that when I think about things that go unsaid that would be better off said, I think people rarely admit their mistakes. Yeah. I think yes. they just, they rarely own up to it. And so we all have to carry the burden of what they don't say and I don't know what that means, but we do, <laughs> and we can all tell it, and we rarely tell people in a relationship how thankful we are for them yes. and what they mean to us, mm-hmm. and often people, we think they know, right? But because they, we feel it. Cause, yeah, that's right, but they don't know. Yeah, they can't and read our feelings. They, they can't read our feelings. We can read their feelings, and I think the same thing is true when I mess up. I think people can tell how embarrassed I am, how ashamed I am, all of sure. that, mm-hmm. but they can't tell. No. Yeah. You know, what you don't say doesn't help anything. Yeah. And yeah. this gives you a chance to, to people that really matter to you to say how much they matter to you. And that's, that's a good segue to the question that I wanted us to really hone in on uh, today. Um, since we're talking about gratitude, um, the question I have was, how do you live in gratitude? And then the follow-up to that is, 
what are the benefits of that kind of life versus the other way? Well, I'll say for me, uh, when we do, you know, we're all in a discipleship practice and have mm-hmm. been for the last six years that is, I mean, we do the same practice, all of us. And one of the early on practices is a couple of weeks we spend uh, living in gratitude. Yeah. And that was the very first time we went through that. That was such a significant part of life for me that uh, it is the part that I carry over all the time. I do it all the time. It's part of my, it's part of my morning ritual that uh, I, I'm very conscious of saying out loud to God, to myself, things that I am thankful for, and it changes everything for me. I have a tendency in my head and my heart, and often too often, way too often, out loud, I am critical, mm-hmm. and I have a tendency to be negative. And the truth is, I don't have any reason because my life is nothing but blessed. I'm surrounded by people that I love. I get to do work with people I care about. I get to do life with people that I care about. And uh, I just need to be reminded of that. And it really does change everything. And for me, it's a reminder to me that uh, when I say uh, I've been invited to live in an unshakable kingdom and God's kingdom is not... my Father in heaven has done nothing but pour good into my life, and everything I have is, is just a blessing. Mm. I haven't earned anything. Every time I have ever grabbed my bootstraps, I trip myself. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you mentioned that in practice and discipleship, and I, I've done that several times as well. And what it has always done for me is part of what we do in that is we, you spend a week or two just simply writing things down that you're mm-hmm. grateful for, and um, you go beyond just the the normal stuff. Right. You, you just, you, you try to really be as specific as possible. And what I've found out about myself, and I'm pretty sure this is true for everyone, is when I, when I find something to be critical of, like you mentioned, or uh, ungrateful for, or just aggravated at, or whatever you want to say, um, it really does take over a huge chunk of my mental energy, mm. my emotional, uh, well-being and and relationally it takes over all of that and it's interesting to me how those things that list if I were to make that list is so much smaller oh yeah and when I spend the time in the the list of grateful things it it puts that into better balance I think it doesn't allow those moments of frustration or ungratefulness to overshadow what I know that I do have and Mm -hmm. and I've and I found this true with uh, my family when you know, when you live together, you find plenty to complain about, about everything, about one another. And um, it's helped me to try and refocus us all in our home to say, I get that that's bad, and I get that I'm not happy about that either. I'm, un- I'm not grateful for that thing that happened or that situation. But, man, look at what we have, guys. Right. You know, don't lose sight of the larger picture. And that, that practice has always been helpful for me to yeah. do that in my life. Yeah, I think I think all the stuff you guys have said is is true for me. I think um, the the biggest learnings in my life over the past couple of years have been mindfulness techniques of of not being passive um, in moments. Uh, most of us are incredibly passive. I'm I'm incredibly passive. We think we're not because our bodies are constantly moving or our minds are moving to to worry or to something like that. But um, and I know for some people this sounds insensitive, but it, it, it's not. My, um, uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anxiety by its nature is mindless. It's not mindful. Mm. Um, anxiety is uh, for many of us a comfort 
a strangely disturbing comfort. It's where our mind goes to when we don't know what else to do. When I'm sitting, it's why many of us don't like quiet because when whatever my mind runs to when I'm quiet is the my coping mechanism. It's the thing I go to not have to deal with the quiet. The more comfortable I become with quiet and with slowness and with uh, just taking things um, as they come to me and not as I want them to be, um, it's easier for me to live in gratitude. I, I, I find myself choosing to become aware of what in this moment, if this was the only moment I had left, and this is the only moment I ever even existed, what would I be grateful for in this moment? Um, and be, so becoming very mindful. There are things I try to do, um, as you guys said, the, the kind of gratitude exercises are important for me. Also, one thing that I've done, um, and I think I've talked about it here before, but I write letters pretty regularly um, because I realize... Um, and it's honestly not. I, I believe it blesses the people that I, I write to, but it it is mainly for me to remind it remind myself that I am thankful for these people, um, because uh, for me, my nature is to want to produce and accomplish, and and people become objects to manipulate to get my things accomplished. They become, well, I need this person to do this thing and this person. And people who don't really do much for me very quickly just get pushed to the side. They're not very effective for me. I don't I don't have a lot of like fun relationships. And so having a moment to just express to the other person, but also express to myself, it's that way. I was thinking about the shoot that we're on. You know, I'm very tired after being on this shoot. And I remember at, even just today standing there and thinking, oh man, when's this thing going to be over? And I thought in my head, you know, we don't do these shoots anymore. And I really do enjoy these shoots. I enjoy getting to go on these things. And I thought, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna enjoy this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a moment right now, just where I'm standing. At that point, I was standing in the middle of chocolate cake mix, which you'll see, <laughs> see, see at some point. But um, you know, and I just thought this is this is great. I'm glad we get to do this. And so when you talk about all the stuff you guys have said, I just yeah. w- whatever fits your personality. Because uh, it'll be be different for it, but I think mindfulness is the key to that of of not just taking moments and going seeing them as something to be rushed through to get mm-hmm. to the next thing, or mm-hmm. seeing seeing them as you know a burden of some kind, and just seeing this moment's a gift. Yeah, you know, and kind of back to what Ed you mentioned earlier, the, the other thing that I've I think changed about my gratefulness in my life recently is just the expression of it, because I, I, I look back and I realize that there were lots of times in life that I'd received something from someone, and it was it was almost a feeling of, I'm kind of owed that. Um, oh, yeah. Sure. And when, sure. Or, or I was just expecting that. That's just, mm-hmm. you know, that's just what you do, and, and no, you know, that it, for some reason, you, you feel like, well, I, I don't need to be thankful for the things that are normal, that are expected. Those are the things that I should I should be thankful for the things that are over and above. But I, that's backwards, and, and that's messed up thinking. And so I've tried my best to not just be thankful for the, the normal everyday things, but to express that gratitude. So, you know, you, I thank my wife for the things that she does yeah. around the house that – kind of have become taken for granted over the years right. and 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 the truth is we have both become better at that I, i've noticed that in the way that we react to one another the way we speak to one another we thank one another all the time for right. things and and after a while you you might think it would kind of get old or whatever or but it's it doesn't it really doesn't when i'm thanked for that i go wow she she noticed and and vice versa yes. you know and 
I've, I've begun this practice. If I think it, I need to say it. That's right. Um, yep. There's so many times, and I, I, this comes out of a, I taught a marriage class around here a while back, and I encouraged the couples. I said, I guarantee you there are so many moments in your daily life where you think something positive about your spouse, but you just don't say it because you think, well, that doesn't matter. Or that, or they it, know that. Or they already know that. It would kind of sound redundant. It would kind of sound silly. I said, it is never redundant. It is never silly. If you think it, say it. And I've tried to build that practice into my, my life, and it's, it's, it never is, is overlooked. Yeah, I've heard parents say, you can uh, tell your kids they're, uh, you love them too much. And I'm like, what? The? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, how could that, that possibly be true? But you know, you know even because you, you can't bless them enough. I yeah, mean, and really. I think you need to. I think you need to be grateful to your children. Yes, for, I mean, yes. I, I just remember a moment. I'm certainly not great at this, but I a few weeks ago, I I had this thought. My kid is so good. I've uh-huh. got a great kid. I mean, and and I just stopped and I said, you know what? You're a really good kid, and I'm thankful that you. You know, and it was attached to something that they did, and I I just said, I'm, I'm really grateful that you're who you are. And they kind of looked at me funny because <laughs> I don't think they were expecting that. Sure. But I don't think you can say that kind of stuff enough. No, I don't either. Mm-mm. No, yeah, and I think I think that's just key to it, the stuff you said of um, expressing it. And I think part of the reason we don't is there's a huge vulnerability that comes with right. with expressing any kind of um, softer emotion, any kind of what I I would just refer to them often as humble and gentle emotions um, because gratitude puts me in a lower position. It puts me in a position of saying, you did something for me that I didn't earn and I didn't deserve. What I prefer to do is go, yeah, I know you did that for me, but you know, I did this, this, and this, and this, sure. you know, I want to, I want to make sure they remember my I, tally I actually mark. sort of earned that. Yes. Yeah. I didn't, you know, anytime I say thank you, I'm saying, mm. wow, you, you blessed me. Mm. You did. And as you talk about blessing, you know, blessing does come from, it's somebody pouring something onto you. It's not, it's not you grabbing it. It's something someone gives you. It's a gift that is given. And so there is a lot, and I think that's why it often goes unsaid in marriages mm-hmm. and in our relationships with our kids and those kind of things because it's humbling yeah. and it's gentle. But we know the way of Jesus, the way of the cross is humbling and gentle. And if I don't ever feel any of what, and I don't mean fully on this term, but a little bit of humiliation in, in the eyes of what the world, if I don't ever have a moment where I go, well, I'm dad, I shouldn't really say, mm-hmm. you know, I shouldn't, I, they should be thanking me. They <laughs> should be coming to me and saying stuff, which they should, I'm not saying well, they yeah, should. yeah, but, but, you know, it's interesting, you reminded me of something that I taught my kids a long time ago, and um, when we were out at restaurants, um, I've had people tell me, you know, the the wait staff that, that are waiting on you, you're paying them for this. So there's no reason to be grateful for Oh, that. right. And I'm all like, I tell my kids, everything your server does for you, you thank them before they leave the table. And I've built that into my rhythm of just when I when they come and they even just check on me, thank you so much. And, I, and then when we leave, many times I'll stop them and just say, thank you for serving me today. Yep. You know, regardless of whether you're getting paid for this, you're, yep. you're blessing me in my life. And I... <clears throat> And I've just tried to build that into my kids, and 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 I, I hope that they carry that with them because I think that's such an important skill to have, and it really is something you have to kind of work on. Yeah, you do because and I don't know why, but I'm I'm certainly this way, and I think most people are. I notice 
I notice negative things. I, I'm okay, particularly if I'm paying for something, I want to tell you yeah. when you get something wrong. Yeah. But I don't feel the need to tell you when you got it right because, after all, I paid for it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And back to one other thing I think one of you guys touched on, uh, I'm, the stuff that we've been learning over the past year about, like you were saying, Nathan, about anxiety and those kinds of thoughts and feelings. You know, this gratitude practice that you live in is actually – a a preventative measure for a lot of those kind of oh, things. Oh, absolutely. It is a really good mental health practice. Yes. Take out the God factor. Yep. I mean, yes. can't, but... I, people yes, just, not. I think, forget that worry and anxiety is really nothing but negative imagination. Yes. You, yeah. And I can use... I, it, so people will say to me, I'm not very creative, but they're, they're worriers. I go, you're exceptionally creative mm-hmm. because yes. you're constantly having thoughts that have never happened. Probably predicting the future. Probably you're predicting the future. Yeah. You're creating stuff every moment. You could on the other side, turn those, that imagination to a hopeful imagination, a grateful imagination and, and imagine the impact you could have just by saying something, just by doing something. Absolutely. Yes. It's a part of taking every thought captive, I mm. believe. Yes. It yeah. really is a part of what Paul talks about. Of instead of just allowing my mind for me to do negative or for other people to do worry and anxiety, mm-hmm. it's I decide to take control of the thoughts that I'm thinking. That's yeah. so important, that, that, phrase, or that verse you just referenced. It says, take every thought captive. We often miss the last part of Bring that verse. Obe- Bring it into obedience. Yep. Yeah. You know, you have power over... That's, I've said this before in messages. We are the only creature on earth that have, have the ability to think about our thoughts. Yep. Right. We have power over our thinking. I am not a victim to my feelings, and I am not a victim to my thoughts. Exactly. I have the ability to, to do something about both of those. And I can't say that I've always lived in that, but when I when I fully grasped hold of that concept, it, it changed a lot for me. Yep. So... Um, before we wrap things up today, um, I thought, you know, by the time this gets out and people start listening to it, we'll kind of be headed towards uh, Thanksgiving and past Thanksgiving, which means around here we turn the corner and we start looking toward Christmas. Yep. And uh, you already mentioned it once uh, a mm-hmm. little bit, uh, Nathan. So let's tell them a little bit uh, as much as we can. We don't tell the whole thing, but sure. what are we what are we planning for the Christmas season around here? Because it's certainly a little, it's, it's going to be different this year yeah. than what we've done in the past. Yeah, I think our hope is um, that people will see the holidays this year. You know, for forever in in our, um, I shouldn't say forever, but for the last 16 years, uh, we've really been making the shift of, for us here at the holidays, this is our time that we do something about poverty. This has really become the season mm-hmm. where we do things um, about po- poverty. We have our Thanksgiving meal. We have our Christmas in Coweta. We are able to do our Christmas in Coweta. It's going to be different, but... Uh, we're still able to to buy gifts and yep. do all that. You so if you don't have a kid yet, we will yep. put that in the description here, so you can yeah, we'll click on the link, so you can you get can a sign Christmas. up for a kid online this year. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So so we have that going, but I think uh, in addition to all of that, we really want to make a shift here of, of of us really thinking through what does it mean for me to personally uh, be peculiar and to be someone who's who's rec- helping people um, to be reconciled back to God, and so. Uh, we're doing this Christmas Anywhere experience, which is what we're calling it. It's a virtual experience. It's going to come out um, the Sunday before Christmas, uh, so that's Sunday the 20th, and it's going to be available on demand for that whole week for anybody to Starting use. Starting the 20th. 
starting on the 20th. Uh, and it's really like a Christmas Eve kind of experience. But instead of it being something that we would all watch together, like some big uh, on-site gathering that we've done several times over the years, um, we want you to do your own gatherings, your own Christmas gatherings with people that you love. Now, that can be physical uh, if you're comfortable with that. And so you're having a maybe a family get-together and someone in your family, you know, they just really need to hear the message of uh, Jesus and the message that that there is this good and abundant and peaceful life that exists even in the midst of all the stuff we've been dealing with this year. And so you want to share that with them, or maybe you've got a friend that you've been trying to take your relationship to the level you can talk about Jesus with them, and this would be a great way to do that. Maybe get together with them, have a meal, or you can do it digitally. We have it, once again, once it's on demand, you can do Facebook watch parties with them. And um, we're even going to have live streams on Christmas Eve, so it'll be available on our Facebook. Regardless of how you go about doing it, what we want you to do is we want you to personally share this with someone and not share it like send it to them and leave it for them to find on their own, but for you to gather with them in some way, physically, digitally, uh, and, and, and watch this with them and make it a full experience. In fact... This Sunday, we're going to be uh, putting out that we have uh, these boxes that we're going to be putting together uh, to make the experience even better for you and the people who are going to be watching it with you. And so you can order those. You'll find out on Sunday how to do that. But yeah, the hope is really that people would um, do this for people in their lives. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I can imagine, you know, that there's uh, people that normally get together. Maybe, maybe I don't know if you do. We aren't going to be doing a work party the way we normally have. We, I have a different way that we're going to do something. I haven't told you all about that. But no, we you have, haven't. We have something we're going to be doing different than what we normally do because we can't do what we normally do. But if you were going to have those and it was a small enough place and they would let you say, hey, I have this thing, and we've intentionally made it, we think it's going to be it's going to be short enough that people won't mind watching it. It's going to be engaging enough that I think people would enjoy it. There's a little bit of fun yep. involved in it, and uh, that you could just say, "Hey, in the middle of us having a good time, I just want to show you this thing my church did. And yeah. Be involved in it, and this really matters to me. If y'all don't mind, I would or say your family could do that. After after having sat through some of the shoot today, mm-hmm. the video shoot, I I told my wife when I got home for lunch today, I said, I, "This is going to be something I think people are really going to want to share." Yeah, I think yeah, I, I hope I, so. I'm, I'm going to be proud of it. Yeah, I, I mean, that's really our, our hope going into it, is that this would be something you'd be proud that you took the time to sit down with somebody and watch. And once again, and I think this is just critical, the, the goal of this is not that at the end of it some huge change in mindset comes to your friend or a conversion happens or something crazy. The idea really is it's you being able to have this experience as we're calling it with someone that you love and now you have a you've opened a door into different kind of conversations you can have because many of us the kind of conversations we have even with people that we know and we love we and i'll just say we never steer them towards jesus i don't know why we would assume they would steer them towards Jesus. yeah we just keep hoping one day they will ask us a question right instead of us intentionally saying you know one day i'm going to do something to make sure it gets there and and this is a way that you can do it, and it's not invasive. It's not. It's not any kind of you know um, offensive kind of thing that you could to, to bring it up. Everyone's going to be doing something around the holidays. Yep. It's not strange that if everyone they, they go to church. in America at least knows Christmas is about 
Jesus. Right. Mm -hmm. They so, may not worship Jesus, yes. but th this is not a hard transition. Yes. And so we think it's going to be helpful to people. We think it's, and it's certainly, I think it'll be helpful to you. And so our hope is you'll, you'll figure out. And I'd love to, once again, just hear stories of how people are figuring out how to do it. I think we're going to do something. We have a projector for our backyard, and I think we're going to invite some of our neighbors over to watch it in our backyard. Cool. And, uh, you know, so... I think there's lots of different possibilities. So there. in addition yeah. to that, I just really want to harken back to what we talked about a few weeks ago when we first started this thing of uh, we, the church, individually, instead of we, the church, collectively. And part of that was for you to begin to pray. And I, th I think leading up to Christmas, you really need to begin, God, where yeah. do you want me to do this? How do you want me to share this? And I believe, I just firmly believe, and I, I said in that message, you know, that I stood out front and held uh, signs uh, every Sunday morning, and I pray for the cars that go by, and I thought something was going to happen. And the very next Sunday, <laughs> somebody pulls up and stops and says, hey, can I come into church? You know, yeah. and, and I don't know what's going to come of that. I have no clue. Yeah. But I know that if you continue to pray, God, lead me to where you're working, and I'm willing to participate. Are there people in my world that are doing that? Uh, we want to help you do that. And to do that, we're having these experience of leading up to this season of Advent. We have yes. another part. Starting Sunday, we've got a new series. Yeah, we have a series, and we have some social media stuff that I want you to Yeah, uh, starting, it'll be, what, Monday? The Monday after Thanksgiving, so the 30th, I guess. Sunday we start the series, and then yeah, we're starting to the, the day next day. after that, because many of you remember uh, back several months ago, we put out daily uh, meditations on our uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram and all that kind of stuff, our social media channel, YouTube, I can't, maybe not Instagram. Anyway, um, for you to listen to and to just to focus your heart and mind at the very beginning Joel, of your will day. will they be on Instagram? They, they will. will. They, they will, will be, be on, on Instagram. Instagram. They're okay. going to be everywhere. So anyway, uh, we're going to be doing that again for this Advent season. So from uh, next, from Monday all the way through to really the first of the year. Uh, each each morning we'll have a devotion up on our social media channels that you can just it's just an audio that you can just sit and listen to it's a reading from uh, God's word ties back into the Christmas story uh, or the theme of that week each week of Advent has a specific theme uh, all of these tie back into that theme uh, and then it's a, a, a scripture reading a, a moment of reflection some questions to think about and then a prayer that you can pray along with uh, that the meditation and in addition to that uh, if you're not a person who, you know, does social media or, you know, likes to do it listening or, or watching or anything, we've got it together in a, in a book, an e-book, an e-book. E yeah. So uh, you're going to find out on Sunday how to get that if you want it. Uh, we'll have that available. We'll send it right to you. And it's in, you can print them out or just have them right there on your phone or your uh, whatever device yeah. that you're on. And you can just read them. And it's like a little devotional we put together for you. Engage so. with us online or on site yes. and you'll figure out how to do the ebook and all of that stuff. That's right. So we, that I, I think it's going to be a very good Christmas season mm -hmm. in spite of what 2020 has thrown at us. You know, yeah. Jesus is the hope of the world and, and we, can, we can bring that hope even in the worst of times. In fact, it shines brighter in the worst of times. Absolutely. Yeah. This is our time. So yeah, it is. Looking forward to it. So that starts this Sunday. So hopefully you guys will be joining in with us and uh, you'll, you'll hear about all of that kind of stuff. So, um, we're going to wrap up, uh, but and this I've never done this before, but I'm going to give you a little preview of what's coming next week. Okay. Because, see, I had, I had a bunch of stuff on the agenda because oh. somebody, somebody actually sent us three questions this morning. that Same I, person? I don't know. Oh, okay. They came in all at the same time. Oh, probably then. So probably. And uh, 
so we're gonna we're gonna tackle these questions next week because oh, we're out of time. Okay. Uh, there's some really good questions in here. Like somebody asked, uh, tell me more about what exactly is the Bible. How do we get it and the whole mm, thing? So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that next week. Uh, somebody asked, what exactly is worship? which is something we talk about around church a lot. We say we do at church, yeah. but this person wants us to explain worship, so we'll do that next week. And then finally, a, a question about a statement that Jesus made about being perfect. In fact, Jesus mm. tells us to be perfect. However, there are no perfect people. What is that about? <laughs> so we're going to talk about that in uh, our podcast next week. So if you tune in, you'll hear all that. So, all right. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving and that you tune in with us this weekend as we start the Christmas series. And we'll see you back here next week. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Yep.